Hey everybody, welcome to the Renaissance Basketball Podcast, episode number two. We're going to start off with uh, my reaction to the NBA draft, upcoming free agency, which starts at 9 p.m. West Coast time, 12 a.m. East Coast time, so July 1st. And we're going to have my Summer League preview, uh, Orlando, Vegas, and Utah Summer League. That's where the Summer League is taking place at. But, yeah. So, man, let me get my thoughts on the NBA draft. The NBA draft last week, it was it was as expected. You know, it was as expected. You know who went number one, Markel Fultz, number two, Alonzo Ball, then number three, Jason Tatum, number four, Josh Jackson, and number five, my boy De'Aaron Fox, which, I mean... That was a, Sacramento won the draft. I just I'm just saying this right now. You heard this first. Sacramento Kings, the state capital of California, won the draft. You pick up De'Aaron Fox. You have a point guard now. You have a point guard. You pick up Harry Giles. He's my sleeper pick. Harry Giles is my sleeper pick. And then they picked up Justin Jackson, who has the he has the he has a high ceiling. He could defend, he could score the ball. ACC Player of the Year. And then they picked then they picked up Frank Mason. I mean, come on, Sacramento did their thing in the draft last week, and I'm actually happy for Vlade. I'm happy for the whole organization. I feel like they're going to definitely take steps forward, and I'm looking forward to seeing them next season. And the matchup I'm looking forward to seeing is Alonzo Ball versus De'Aaron Fox. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be something to watch for. Yes, that's gonna be a good matchup. That's going to be a great matchup. Not because, you know, they played each other in the NCAA tournament. And 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 you had one guy who was basically dubbed the best point guard in, 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 in the world. Not in the world, but in college basketball. Not even because of that. Then you got De'Aaron Fox, who was, you know, he was a... Uh, yeah, he went to Kentucky, but he wasn't that... that, that he didn't get that praise that Lonzo Ball got. Because of course Kentucky is Kentucky is an established program. I mean UCLA is as well, but they came off two bad years. While Kentucky, they have a good year pretty much every year. But I still feel like De'Aaron Fox is the, uh, the better of the two. But what makes that what makes that interesting is the fact that it's going to restore this Lakers Kings rivalry. It's gonna it's it's gonna restore that. It's gonna restore that, and then you have a background, a backstory to it. Oh, guess what the backstory is? Lavar Ball and De'Aaron Fox's father, and I don't even know what the who De'Aaron Fox's father's name is. And that's a good thing. That is a great thing because De'Aaron Fox's father isn't out in the in the public eye like Lavar Ball. But you can't blame Lavar Ball for free press. Because he's getting interviewed everywhere. ESPN, Fox Sports, anywhere. Bleacher Report. Everybody just want to interview him. And that's fine. 
that is fine. So yeah, that's ex definitely what I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see Markel Fultz in there with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and Dario Saric, who should have won a rookie of the year. I don't know how you Malcolm Brogdon won it at the uh, NBA Awards show. I don't understand. I understand Saric didn't play a full season and Brogdon did, but Brogdon only averaged 10 points a game. I mean, come on. This rookie class wasn't the weakest. This rookie class has been was awful. It was awful. It rivals the class with Kyrie Irving, honestly. And that class wasn't even that bad. That class just wasn't that good. But, yeah, we'll see, though. We'll see about this class. Hopefully, this 2017 class is, is a lot better than 2016's class. So, like I said earlier, the free agency, free agency starts at uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time, 12 a.m. Eastern time. And, yeah, we have a lot, a lot of questions, a lot of questions. Chris Paul was just traded to Houston. And it um, came out that Chris Paul, his relation, his relationship with Doc Rivers took a hit when Doc Rivers didn't want to trade his son, Austin Rivers. And Chris Paul basically felt that it's like, hey, we're trying to win and you don't want to trade your son. So that's, you know, that was kind of like the last straw for uh, Chris Paul, honestly. And. Don't forget that, remember, a few years ago, it was a report that Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan didn't like playing with Chris Paul. And when DeAndre Jordan was getting ready to sign with Dallas for the max deal, they went out there to Houston, to Texas, Houston, Texas, Dallas, Texas. They went out to DeAndre Jordan's house and basically made him redo his decision. They made him just rethink it. And fast forward two years later, Chris Paul gets traded. So DeAndre Jordan's probably sitting there thinking like, dang, well, why did I come back, honestly? Why did y'all get me to come back if you knew y'all was going to leave? And I'm pretty sure they didn't know they were going to leave in the first place. But still, that I mean, it's unfortunate for DeAndre Jordan. He still gets his money, though, so it's fine. But what's exciting is now Houston, they have an opportunity. I'm hearing J.J. Reddick wants to go play there if, if if finances are accurate. I heard if Melo gets bought out, he wants to go to Houston. They're trying to get Paul George. I'm not saying they're going to get all three of them, but I feel like they're going to get one of them. Daryl Murray is going to create some, create some cap space to get at least, at least one more person. It may not be Melo or Paul George. It might be J.J. Redick, and that's a big deal, folks. That's a big deal. Like, he's a catch-and-shoe guy. He's a decent defender. He would thrive in this Mike D'Antoni system, just like Chris Paul is going to thrive in it. And a lot of people are talking about, oh, I don't see how it's going to work. You have two ball-dominant guards in the backcourt that it is and uh, 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 stop it stop it great players find ways to make it work they said the same thing about LeBron and Dwayne Wade I said the same thing about them and guess what it worked 
they went to what the championship in 2011, 12, 13, and 14. Four straight years, one, two. It worked. It worked, and it'll work in Houston. It definitely, definitely will work in Houston. I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what happens with Paul George. This is this is going to be interesting, if you ask me. What happens to Paul George? Does he stay in Indiana for a whole season, or do he, or does he get traded? You know, that's a it's a big question. That's something that I'm looking on my phone every five minutes, seeing what is going on. What is going on? What's going on with Paul George? There was another report that Melo is out here. If he gets a buyout, he's going to Cleveland. There was also another five-team report trade that Paul George and Melo will end up in Cleveland while Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving is out. I'm sure that's not 100% true, but we have to see what happens. And guess what? Guess who just became a a free agent? Rajon Rondo, who kind of revamped his career in Chicago. Had a really good season. Had a really good postseason before he was hurt. And to be honest, if Rajon Rondo doesn't get hurt, how much of a difference that makes in the in the playoffs, Eastern Conference, in the Eastern Conference, by the way. I mean, Golden State was still going to win, but how much difference does that make? Because if Rajon Rondo stays healthy, Boston is 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 out in the first round. And the thing is. If Rajon Rondo is healthy, Boston is out. And Boston, they're trading to get Paul George. They're giving up whatever they want to get Paul George, whatever they need. Whatever Indiana wants, Boston will give it to them for Paul George. If they would have lost that first round matchup. But since they didn't, you know, Danny Ainge, he had time to think about it. Oh, well, Avery Bradley's. He's a really good defender. He he came on strong in the postseason. Jay Crowder came on pretty strong. Marcus Smart really came on strong. So that probably had Danny Ainge guessing a little bit. Now, like I said, if they would have lost, oh, oh, going in with that first overall pick, it would have been a lot different. It would have been a lot different. Now you see how an injury can just change fortunes for any team, any team. Because if he, like I said, if he doesn't get hurt, you got to think about these dynamics. If he doesn't get hurt, Boston is out the first round. Washington probably beats Chicago in the second round. And then, oh yeah, Washington, they weren't going to beat Cleveland, but they would have at least gave him at least six, at least six games. It would have been at least six games, six games. I'd give him six games. Cleveland 4-2. And then you're going into the offseason, Boston still gets the number one pick. So if you're Danny Ainge, you're sitting there thinking like, hey, we just got eliminated. Probably we, we just got swept out the first round to the AC and we're number one. This not working. Here, Indiana, call Indiana. Hey, Indiana, we're offering you the number one overall pick, some more lottery picks, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder. 
Indiana's not going to be like, uh, well, no, we're not going to. No, Indiana's going to take that trade because they get the number one pick. They get a chance to rebuild. They have the opportunity to rebuild. They have the number one pick, and they have assets. Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder. While Boston gets Paul George and maybe like another filler piece, maybe C.J. Miles, maybe even Lance Stevenson, honestly. Then you got to think about it like this. Then after that, oh, Mark Kell Fultz doesn't go to Philly. Who does Indiana sign? Maybe they do. Maybe they get Lonzo Ball. Maybe. Just maybe they get Lonzo Ball. Maybe the Lakers are threatened that they Indiana may take Lonzo Ball. Possibly. Then they'll end up with Markel Fultz. So, like I said, things, things change with injuries. Injuries change everything. It really changed everything. But like I was saying, uh, Rondo is a free agent now, and um, he's going to get a lot of interest. Interest, I believe. Um, a lot of teams are going to want his services. Either if it's if it's a, a, a championship caliber team, they're going to take him off the bench because there's only a few championship championship caliber teams. You have Golden State. I doubt Golden State can afford him. You have San Antonio, and San Antonio might be looking for a point guard, especially especially since Chris Paul went to Houston. This guy, Rondo, he can't shoot the three well, but he can rebound. He can push the basketball. He can pass the basketball. He can defend. That would be good for Greg Popovich's team. Um... You have Washington, but I doubt he'll come off the bench in Washington because they do need a backup point guard. You you have another team like um, like Houston could no, actually it wouldn't fit in Houston. You have another team like uh, let me think, let me think. Memphis could use a could use a backup point guard. Memphis could definitely use a backup point guard. Utah can use a backup point guard. Especially with George Hill being a free agent. And you know who needs a backup point guard? Cleveland. Rajon Rondo to Cleveland. That would be interesting. LeBron needs a playmaker. That's his playmaker right there. Darren Williams didn't work out, so they had to move forward with that. But yeah, we'll see. Unless uh, there was a report saying that Blake Griffin is going to meet with the Phoenix Suns tomorrow as free agency begins. And that's interesting. That's really interesting. Because you have to think about that team. And if they could land Blake Griffin for the uh, Supermax, four years, $160 million, I believe. Things like 32 per year. If they could land Blake Griffin, you have Eric Bledsoe, Devin Booker. The three, you have Marquise Chris. Then you have Blake and Tyson Chandler off the bench. Brandon Knight, Tyra Ulis. Probably have some more fillers. That's a nice team out there in Phoenix. That is a really nice team out there in Phoenix. 
That sounds interesting. Blake is a free agent. Melo might get bought out. Paul George might get traded. Gordon Hayward might be in Boston. I'm here in Miami as well. Boston, Miami. Choose one, Gordon Hayward. You want sunny, lovely, beautiful palm trees. Humid weather, but it's beautiful, Miami. No state tax. Or do you want to be in Boston where you know you're going to win? And and I'm not saying Miami isn't going to win because they are pretty talented themselves with Gordon Dragic and and, and Hassan Whiteside. And if you add Gordon Hayward in, in the mix, it'll just be phenomenal over there. They'll definitely be a playoff team. They barely missed the playoffs by a few games. So, And that was after the bad start. They really turned it on after that bad start. So yeah, that's interesting. And there was a, a, a breaking news that just came out. Uh, Ricky Rubio just traded to Utah. Traded to Utah. I was just talking about the Jazz maybe needed a backup point guard. But right now, they have Rubio. And he could be their starting point guard, honestly. Minnesota will get a 2018 first-rounder for Ricky Rubio. Utah is creating cap space because they probably want, well, not probably, they do want to re-sign Gordon Hayward. It would be in their best interest to re-sign Gordon Hayward. So, yeah, this is it's getting juicy. It's We're getting really juicy here in free agency. And I'm loving with uh, these rumors that Brooklyn are trying to do. Brooklyn are trying. Brooklyn is trying to possibly get Otto Porter or Contavious Caldwell Pope. They just got D'Angelo Russell. Your one is D'Angelo Russell, or possibly he could be your. Actually, D'Angelo Russell is your one. Your two is if you can get Contavious Caldwell Pope, your two is him. Or your two is Karis Levert. Then your three is Contavious Caldwell Pope, a three and D type of player. Or if you get Otto Porter, your three is Otto Porter, a three and D type of player. Somebody that can spread the floor so D'Angelo Russell could do his one-on-one thing. That sounds good. That sounds So I'm liking what I'm hearing from Brooklyn. They're also interested in J.J. Redick. I'm excited. That's really exciting. Like I said, for agency starts tonight, 9 p.m. We're going to see how, how this works. We're going to see. We're going to see what the Lakers do, what Boston do. We're, it's just going to be an exciting, exciting place. Exciting, 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 exciting NBA free agency this summer. I'm hoping Paul George come to my Lakers, but... At this point, I believe the Lakers are kind of screwed. They kind of screwed themselves because they don't have the assets now. When when you don't have the assets, <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? Man, let's uh skip over to this to this summer league preview. So the summer league starts tomorrow or Orlando Vegas week. Orlando Vegas week. Orlando's summer league starts tomorrow, and I'm I'm I love summer. I love I really love summer league basketball. 
Summer League, but it's fun. It's fun. I mean, I don't like watching all the players. I definitely just like watching, you know, the main players, the ones, the ones that were just drafted. And it starts early. Our, our first game is uh, the Hornets and Miami Heat at 11 Eastern time. And then it's Magic and Indiana Eastern time at 1 p.m. The Knicks, Mavs. I'm curious to see the French guy, the guy from France that the Knicks picked up. Then Thunder and and uh, Pistons. Blue Canard went to Detroit. Oh, and Dennis Smith Jr. Don't forget about the Knicks and Mavericks. Dennis Smith Jr. We'll see how he plays. We're really going to see. So the teams that's participating in the Orlando Summer League are the Hornets, the Miami Heat, the Magic, Indiana Pacers, Knicks, Mavericks, Thunder, Pistons, I already said the Hornets, and that is all. That is all. That is all. And then right after that, Utah Summer League starts, and then after that, Vegas Summer League starts on July 7th. I'm going to be in Vegas in July, so hopefully I could go ahead and catch a Summer League game, go up there with my boys. Hopefully, hopefully. Go watch um, Lonzo. Go watch my Lakers play. But we gonna see. We are going to see you guys. This is gonna be. It's an exciting time for the NBA. NBA because of the fact that it's free agency and there are a lot of rumors swirling, swirling around, around from East Coast to West Coast. There's a lot of rumors swirling around, and we're gonna see what's gonna happen. I mean, it's just interesting. You have. A super team in the making in Houston. The retooling of a super team in Cleveland. Also in Golden State. Does Andre Iguodala stay is the question. There are rumors saying he might take 18 to 20 mils somewhere else. We'll see. Lastly, don't forget what Minnesota did. Other than trading Ricky Rubio to Utah. They traded for Jimmy Butler. They traded for Jimmy Butler. Now, who's going to play point guard? Hint, hint. It's a guy named Rajon Rajon Rondo. That's a pretty damn good defender. And he can run an offense. There's a guy like that in free agency. Then your two could be Jimmy Butler. Your three, Andrew Wiggins. Your four, Carl Anthony Towns. Who's a stud. Then your five is Georgie Jang. That looks like a team that can compete for a championship. That looks like a team that could challenge Golden State right away. Because you have, if you get Rajon Rondo, because you will have the perimeter defense that you need, then you have guys that can score. Wiggins statistically wasn't that good defensively a season ago, but his offense, 23 points per game, and he just looked unstoppable at times. He was impressive last season on offense. His defense needs to improve, though. Jimmy Butler, you already know what he could do. Carl Anthony Towns, 25 and 12 in a block per game. That that's, speaks for itself. Georgie Dang, 
Defensive monster. Rebound. Block shots. He's a presence defensively. They just need one more thing. They need a point guard. And somebody need to tell Tibbs, don't, don't run that team to the damn ground. Don't have Jimmy Butler playing 47 minutes. Preserve your team, Tibbs. Don't run to them to the ground like you did in Chicago. You're going to hurt somebody's knees again just like you did Derrick Rose. But, yeah, that, that's all, folks. I just wanted to get my opinion in here. This is the Renaissance Basketball's podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Damon Sports LA, and I will see you guys next week.
And once again, this is the Renaissance Basketball Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is your host, David Taylor. Peace out.